Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 11 of the book of First Peter. Yesterday, we talked about that our identity informs our history and our inheritance and our actions and our words and our attitudes. And we were and are a possessed, treasured and valued, preserved and kept possession of God. And our number one job then was to accept it and embrace it and entrust ourselves to it. So today we're going to find out some of the applications of that. I mean, First Peter, the book of First Peter, in chapter two, and uh, let's start with verse number ten, eleven, and twelve. Two, ten, eleven, and twelve. Once you were a people, but now, once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Verse 11, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Verse 12, Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. So let's talk about the first one, uh, verse 10. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Remember, uh, this this word mercy, elios, in the New Testament, is the uh, carries on the concept of hesed from the Old Testament. And hesed uh, is a concept uh, of something that we receive from God, God whom we expect should expect nothing, and he gives us everything. And it is the covenantal faithfulness of God to a frequently unfaithful people. And Hesed is like God buttering our bread on both sides. Give us way more than we deserve. And it recalls a day when your people group was outside of the laser beam of God's attention, God's focus, and his treasuring. Now, I know we all get sort of common graces on this earth, and then it's the people of God these get these great uh, attention. It's like the difference between not being not my grandchild as a, as a kid and being my grandchild. It's your weight, your super treasure. You would do any for, anything for this. And that's the concept of Hesed that we weren't in Hesed, and now we are in Hesed. So it's a great place to be. The second concept here, verse 11, I urge you as sojourners and exiles, sort of these alien people, abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. So let's talk about passions of the flesh for a second. This is a battleground. It's a field of battle that everybody gets. Everybody gets a zipper. And you can do this wrong, in fact, it's probably more commonly done wrong. Some people don't even know it's a war. So here he's reminding them, you, you guys are not exactly part of the, you know, the common thread in our society. You're sojourners, you're exiled, you're citizens of a different kingdom, and you're going to be living by a different ethos. Um, and many people in our society don't even realize that, that this area, our passions, are an area that we are at war. So we have a society that we have incredible access to all kinds of uh, evil things, porn and, um, you know, both for men and, and, and women. And 
we have marches. We have we're marching for people, you know, holding signs and marching for things that we should be uh, ashamed of. And then we have this, this this society, this ethos in our culture where television and movies and just our whole culture and just you know talking about Tinder when we should just be you know absolutely ashamed of this. And it's just a, like you know normal and part of our our culture. The point is, God has given us a body that is made to crave. What a blessing it is. Um, you know, life would be boring, I suppose, w- without that. And what we do with that that craving can be done right and certainly can be done wrong. And in today we see our culture trying to borrow the benefits of marriage with you know, without its commitment, without its protection, and without its covenant. We've already talked about God's covenant. And then the final thing for today is keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that they, when they speak of you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify uh, God. So he's asking us, as he has with qualifications for elders and people in the church, he wants us to be reputationally aware. He wants us to keep our conduct honorable, which means beautiful and good. Uh the, the people that are going to be watching are 100% going to do this wrong. They're going to speak of you as evil. They're going to get the beauty. They're going to see beautiful. Uh, or they're going to speak of you as evil when you're not. You're honorable, good, and beautiful. And you will be maligned. Words will be spoken against, against you that, that will be reputationally offensive. But here's the thing. Attention, when this happens, attention is going to be paid. So people are going to be watching, they are going to be seeing, they are going to be observing. And and kind of the idea behind this verse is a witness with effect. So they're going to see now and, you know, speak evil against it, speak wrongly about it, misinterpret it. But in the end, they're going to praise, glorify, exalt, and extol the Lord. And by my study of this, when they glorify God, glorifying God is only something that believers do. So the point is, you know, why are you supposed to be acting in a certain certain way and being reputationally aware? So other people can glorify God. That is that so they become believers. And that on the day of visitation, they're part of God's kingdom. They're not outside of God's kingdom. So it's an amazing concept that our behavior, our actions, our conduct among the Gentiles, that its beauty can result in the salvation of new brothers and sisters. So today, let's enjoy God's hesed. Let's enjoy his covenant and remember that we're in, in, in uh, covenant with him. Let's let's be careful with our, our zippers. It's a huge battleground area. It's an area that our souls are at war and let's do it right. And let's be reputationally aware and keep our actions beautiful so that we encourage other people to become believers and be, become part of God's kingdom on the day of visitation. So let's watch our conduct. You're not the only one watching. Thanks for listening.